0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Daniel Benoit, here to bring you another episode that was recorded live on YouTube on YouTube channel Bigfoot Zone, ECBRO. Your show is brought to you by the East Coast Bigfoot Researches Organization, the ECBRO. Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and relax and prepare for a new episode. And feel free to follow yours truly, Daniel Benoit, on Facebook. Twitter and Instagram feel free to visit the website at ecbrofounder.com thank you now enjoy hey guys how's everyone doing tonight it's our friday night podcast with your host yours truly uh tonight we're gonna have a fun podcast tonight and i think this discussion is gonna be very interesting because this young lady that i have on tonight i was actually one of her guests just a few days ago this past wednesday and many of you know her uh i know i have a lot of mutual friends with her so that's awesome uh she's based out of florida and uh you Know, I'm not going to drag this out any longer. Please welcome a Boss.
1: Hey there, pop her up
0: here. here we go. Hey,
1: <laughs> all right.
0: So, yeah, we were checking our audio before we did this and went live. Uh, out of that, is everything sounding okay on your end right now?
1: There's still a little bit of feedback, but it's not like it, it's not as bad as it was. So, we're I think okay. We're gonna-
0: Yes, yeah, so I'm. Not, I'm wondering if that's because I got a fan blown over here on the opposite side of my bed because I'm sitting right next to, next to my bed where I yeah. always do this. So, and it's probably so it,
1: picking up on your mic. That's probably yeah. It. yeah.
0: It, okay, yeah. so I need one of those uh, special mics, but oh well, I'll, we'll make do. <laughs> I guess. I mean, if it becomes annoying, you, uh, I'll just let mm-hmm. me know. I'll see. I'll go turn it off. <laughs> so, uh, good. So, yeah, my podcast is pretty much laid back and chill like yours is. I mean, we, we just let it ride. Uh, we don't – you know, some some podcasts, they go question for question. I mean, I, I like to leave things open. It, yeah. it makes it more relaxed and just kind of go over the flow. So um, I'll be watching the live chat the best I can. Um, you know, right now it's only showing a few. They're, they're slowly starting to grow up there right now. Um, let me click on my comments.
1: Yeah, the right. people are going to start start filing in. But thank you for having me. I really, really appreciate you. You know. Oh, absolutely. Thank you.
0: Most definitely. Uh, we have tea time with Tiffany. Um, okay, and she said she's in Virginia. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah, we have enjoy the journey. Uh, that is Julie. She's from Pennsylvania. It's and, of course, yeah, we got David, Lester, and so far, that's the only ones that's commented on the chat so far, so hey, that's you. cool. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I mean,
1: you know, it's, it's Friday nights, you know, unfortunately, Friday nights are jam-packed full. Oh, um, yeah. You know, I mean, there's so many shows, there's so i used to do my show on on friday night and saturday nights and, and, and oh yeah like, wow. it's just it's flooded <laughs> for smaller channels like mine i could I, I was like okay i'm not gonna get any traction doing that so i moved right <laughs> <laughs> i moved everything yeah to, to the earlier in the week thing you know
0: right i mean i've yeah i went back and forth when I first started doing podcasts, I was—I think I tried them on Saturdays, and and then everybody that I knew was doing, yeah, like you said, there was a lot of them on Fridays. Uh, I mean, I know there's so many on Sundays, and so you know, I, I just—I said so I just had to pick a day and just kind of stay with it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Friday nights seemed to be, you know, pretty good for me. I mean, if 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 I end up doing something else or going out and about or whatever, I mean, I'll just let everybody know. I say, oh, okay, no Friday night podcasts, and. You know, so yeah. um, if, if they want to listen to a podcast or they, they haven't le- uh, listened to, they can browse through and or they can go to my uh, ECB or Bigfoot radio uh, and on any of their favorite uh, podcast platforms. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah,
1: lots of options, lots of options.
0: Yeah. Find
1: Do you do you find it though kind of like it can get in the way of your research, right? Like, because I was having that trouble too. I was like, I can't go out and research on the weekends if I'm constantly doing just podcast stuff Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So,
0: oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, I'm listening to you. I'm reading something. Uh, Okay, I know who you are, (laughs) Tiffany. I'm sorry. I was reading. Tiffany. I was like, wait, who's Tiffany? I was like, wait, (laughs) I'm sorry. You're (laughs) Tiffany Duran. Yeah. She lives about an hour and a half South of me. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm on her show. Yeah. I'm on her show on Tuesday. So, yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, yes and no. It could get in my way Friday night. I mean, like I said, if like this past week, I was out for, uh, I was out for a good week. I, I left out to go camping on a Friday uh, I got uh, got back into service that following Monday. So, um, well, not that following Monday, but the Monday after, yeah, yeah, a couple of Mondays afterwards. But, um, yeah, when I do stuff like that, I usually try to, you know, do announcements. So, um, you know, and just let everybody know. I mean, I, I don't really feel like too many people miss it too much. But uh, again, if there's something, if I can't be there yeah if i think about it like i said i try to like hey guys check this out i'll share a few things for them to look through uh let them listen and check out because i'm sure there's some podcasts not everyone i I, uh you know have seen or whatever because i had so many um from some years ago uh and then plus there's so many new people watching and listening now so um so yeah i always try to share things uh now your podcast, your, your YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, I don't know how long you've had yours, but it seems to be growing pretty well. Um, uh, I thought we could chat with, chat about that for a little bit. Um, if you want to go ahead, go ahead and talk about that a little bit, that'd be cool.
1: Yeah. I started, I started it in, in, um, in May of 2022. Um, so, you know, a little over a year and I'm, you know, I, 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 I enjoy it. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot of fun for me because I do, I enjoy just having people on like yourself, or I like to talk about research. I like to geek out on all the technology and all the different <laughs> techniques that ever, all the different researchers use. And, you know, I, cause like in my research down here, you know, it's, it's, my son used to, to research with me. So I had a research partner. So, oh, nice! Yeah. So that was that was wonderful, and then you know his life kind of changed, circumstances changed, and and I'm by myself now, so it's kind of it's it's not as easy for me to research here in Florida um, by myself. So I'm trying to come up with creative ways to to mm-hmm. continue to do do the boots on the ground stuff. So you know I'm working on. So I got some ideas. So you know I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out
0: oh yeah now are you familiar with david shealy
1: yes i know Dave.
0: okay yeah. okay have you ever tried to meet up with him
1: yeah okay. i've met i've met dave several times i've met dave several times um he he's he's actually amazing and and his his i, I was thinking you know you and i had kind of talked like hey maybe we could get together maybe do a little camp out here in florida and Dave Sheely's place is the one that I was have in mind, actually, because Mm. he's got, he's got Skunk headquarters out in Ochoa, Florida. And he's got on the premises of, of the headquarters. He has his own. It's like his own kind of like camping area. So there are like open spaces for, for tent camping. He also has a few little cabins there on, on property. So people could kind of decide, you know, maybe they maybe they're not a tent camper, but maybe they're, you know, like some people I know, they like to go glamping instead of camping.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: And uh, so, you know, I thought maybe that might be something that that we could utilize and everybody can meet Dave and, I'll, you know, see if we can make that work.
0: You never know. Yeah, camping around his area, I don't know. I would, you know, I would be a little eerie camping in the tent down there. You don't know. I mean, you might have, you know, gator, gators come around. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you you
1: gotta, you gotta live a little.
0: Come
1: on. Nah, a I mean, dangerous, right?
0: Yeah, I, I know. I'm, I'm actually joking. I mean, I don't know. I, I would actually kind of maybe welcome a presence, but you know. Um uh, long as I don't get woke up with uh, being bear hugged by a uh, python or something, you know, like wrapped around. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, you know, look, yeah, it's true, though. I mean, down here and, you know, like when we research, like, you know, I mean, I have I have two different pairs of snake boots. You know, I've got the Kevlar kind of, you know, I've, I've got about seven hundred dollars worth of two, two, only in two sets of boots. You know, it's because it, you. We have it all down here. We have it all. It's a lot out there. So, you know, when you're on the ground down here, you got to know what you're doing. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got, you know, Absolutely. I have my, I have a taser and I have, you know, like I'm always, I'm, I take care of myself. <laughs>
0: okay <laughs> yeah it's good to have all those uh even a, maybe a machete too you know <laughs> yeah,
1: a little, yeah. Little, a little something like that <laughs> you so, never know with youtube's algorithm what you can say and what you can't say these days you know what i mean
0: <laughs> yeah Now, just curious uh you know i never hear mentions of ufo or alien research or anybody involved with that is there is there any interest down there in florida when it comes to ufos and aliens
1: yeah i do that too (laughs) yeah i do that too yeah 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 i do that too i like to you know i've tried i've tried you know dr greer's like ce5 method um my son and i tried that a few times unfortunately for us it never really worked what usually Hmm. worked for us i know this sounds crazy but there's this. I'm, I'm. Are you familiar with the Estes method in like paranormal research? Of you. Do you know that method?
0: I'm gonna be honest with you. No, I'm not. Nope?
1: Okay. So so basically, what it is is you have just like these, like noise canceling headphones on, and you're blindfolded, and you have piped into your headset white noise. Right. So all you're hearing is just that sweeping of the of the channels back and forth, that that sweeping. Right. So you 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 have no spatial awareness. You know what I mean? You're like your senses are your you're, it's like sen- sensory deprivation. So you're not seeing anything. And the only thing you're hearing is the sweeping of that of that. Um, the white noise going on. Then there's a person who is asking questions and then whatever you hear, you say, so words, you'll hear words, you'll be able to pick up words cause you're concentrating and you're not, you're not focusing on anything else. You're not focusing on anything that, you know, you, cause you're, you have no vision. You're just, all you're hearing is that. And whatever words you hear, you're just gonna say those words. So you don't have any idea what the question actually is. And every single time we try to do that method for, for ghost hunting, it never failed. We always ended up getting entities that were either ETs or interdimensional beings, um, something to that effect. Uh, hmm. I, I do have abilities. So, you know, I don't know if that plays a factor in, in it. And it, And the interesting thing was, is that usually whatever I'm getting, whatever answers and things that were the discussion that's taking place, um, we always have a visual. Matt always will look up and see something in the sky every single time so yeah Mm. that that seems to work for us
0: (laughs) yeah that's very cool that is cool okay yeah uh tiffany tiffany seems to be uh familiar with that because she was commenting saying that's really cool so
1: yeah it is really cool i really like doing it i really like it a lot i feel like it's very hold on let me um close my facebook because i'm hearing dings all night long um <laughs> yeah, for me, I for me, I, I really like I really like the Estes method. I feel like I can really tune in and channel because I I sometimes I don't know what happens and sometimes I will just start channeling things. Um I have on on one occasion I have channeled a Sasquatch. I know that's Oh. Sounds so I know that sounds so weird and I don't really talk about it all that much anymore because people are kind of like, Oh, she's so crazy, but it it did happen to me once it really did happen. And I, it's a, it's a very odd story. And it left me with a deeper sense of who they are inside their Mm. sense, their sense of humanity that they, and there and, and, and how they think and feel about us. So and That's I get very I interesting. Did, yeah. I get emotional when I think about it because it was such a um it was a very it was actually a really powerful message. And it was right. uh yeah, it was pretty interesting. It was interesting.
0: Yeah, now I know people or I'm familiar with people there, uh claim that uh have i I don't know what you want to call it uh there's i'm sure there's a name for it but as far as they could pick up on energy and uh and zone in and focus on this particular energy and like especially for example um being out in the woods uh this past week uh there was this one individual she was focused on hearing things and uh picking up on uh This energy, she said, she was saying that there was something around or coming in. Now, Mm -hmm. I may not have noticed or anything, but um, what's interesting is uh, some of the things she talked about, I felt like got picked up in the audio because uh, David, David Lester sent me some audio that he had. I haven't even gone through my audio yet, and I listened all through it. And yeah, you could hear some knocks, some rock clacking and some movement. And oh, one yeah, one thing I had, I didn't even mention to David that I thought I heard, cause I mentioned it to Julie, who I sent it to Julie. I said, Julie, it sounds like there's some talking in this. And you know, it, not human talking, but there sounded like there was something like there. An EVP,
1: like an EVP or like a disembodied some voice, something
0: like that. Yeah, like, cu- couple short little things here and there. like. And then she listened to it, she says, she says she appreciated me sharing that with her because she said that confirms what she was picking up on, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. which I thought was so cool, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah. I mean I'm,
1: I can I can generally I can gen, I read energy and reading energy is not that difficult. You can anybody can learn to read energy. I mean, if you think about it. You remember when we were in like, when we were in grade school, right? And how somebody in the back of the room is staring at the back of your head and you feel it and then you turn around and you're like, oh, somebody's staring at me. It's, it's very similar to that. It's like, we all have that ability, you know, we all have that ability. It's just, some of us either are a little more sensitive or we are able to kind of like, I, I hone in, you know, like usually when I go into an area, the first thing that I do is I always make sure that I have, I set an intention, you know, and <clears throat> I know this sounds to, to a lot of people, what I'm going to say tonight and the things I'm going to say tonight, a lot of people are kind of like, that's weird, but it is something that I truly, I, I practice, um, every time, uh, when I go out, I, As soon as I get to the location, I literally I just introduce myself and I'm just kind of like, hey, I'm Marty and, you know, I'm here to be in your space and, you know, I'm here to be respectful and. You know, I don't mean you any harm, and I'm here for higher learning. And if you are open to an interaction, then I am also open to an interaction. And if you're not and you want to just look at a safe distance, that's okay, too. But thank you for allowing me to be and share in your space. And that's literally what I do. So then (laughs) I just kind of go from there, but usually usually I can tell if they're around and usually what happens to me physically um, I get a tightness in my chest Mm. almost, almost like I can't breathe um, like something's sitting on my chest. And then sometimes I'll get very nauseous. So usually when that happens, I know that they're around and then once I feel that, then I can kind of like hone in and I can usually tell where they are. Like if they're at my my one o'clock, my three o'clock, my, you know what I mean? Like I can usually, and there's usually never just one. I've only, it's always been two or more. And, And every time I've been out, it's always been two or more. Never been just one.
0: Yeah, and for the record, I, I I personally don't think that's weird at all because we have other, we've had other people do the same thing, in uh, other similar things throughout being out there in the woods, camping or whatnot. But, um, well, I know, like for example, on the, when we did the filming for *Beast of Elkhorn Lake*, uh, the the paranormal team that was there that actually was producing all of this, and well, Tana Lyle's wife, she at nighttime, she was standing on the back of the truck and she just was more or less was doing a, uh, it wasn't really an introduction, but it it reminded me of what you were talking about, but she was just speaking a peace offering more or less letting, you know, Mm -hmm. what, what was around, let them know that we we didn't mean no harm, you know, we we love this, right. So, you know, so I thought, I thought that was very cool that, that they did that. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's kind of like I wouldn't want somebody just to like show up at my door and invite themselves into my home.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Right.
1: I mean, that's I mean, and that's just how I view them. Um I now I know a lot of people talk about mind speak, right? And I personally I've never heard It sounds so strange. I've never heard an audible voice. What I have had come into, and it's always after I leave the location. It's never while I'm there. And I think for them, I think for them, it's a comfort level thing. Like if they're not, if they don't know me or they're not comfortable with me because maybe they just met me or maybe that's the first time they've seen me or something like that, whatever it is. It's a, I feel like it's a comfort level for them. And as soon as I get in the car and start to drive away, Patrick, hi Patrick. <laughs> and, I, and I start to drive away. Um, that's when I will get, And when I say information, it's them giving me the information. And sometimes I get names. Sometimes I get a lot of times I'll also get pictures or images, um, colors, um, smells. Also, I've also had um, times when uh, I've been in the middle of the swamp and I smell, you know, Shane. Hi, Shane. And I'll smell lavender out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. In the middle of a swamp. And it's and it's a very strange thing to be like out in the middle of a swamp. And you know, it's it's doesn't smell so pleasant. And uh and to just smell lavender out of nowhere. You're like, what is that about? You know?
0: Oh so, wow, yeah.
1: It's interesting.
0: Oh.
1: It's interesting.
0: Absolutely. But, yeah yeah uh there's my daughter on there brianna saying hi dad hi, brianna. <laughs> and then patrick says i want to go out fishing uh I, no i want to go out with daniel sometime in virginia i fish at lake Numa. yeah that's mm-hmm. about an hour uh, west of me so yeah very cool
1: i was just with patrick and shane
0: at the oh ozark, yeah.
1: at the ozark uh uh the ozark mountain um Bigfoot Conference and Expedition. I was just with those guys.
0: Oh, wait. Is that Shane Carpenter right there? Ozark Mountain Sasquatch?
1: Yes, sir. It is. Okay. Well, hello, Shane.
0: Thanks for showing up for me, Shane. Oh, right. (laughs) I'm going to have to have you on here more often because I don't don't get all these (laughs) other people on it.
1: (laughs) Hey, Brown Dwarf. (laughs) How are you, Brown Dwarf? Brown dwarf, we were just talking about ETs and aliens in a minute ago, so you missed that part.
0: <laughs> if you watch, if you watch this podcast long enough, you might have a UFO sighting. <laughs> there you go. Here yeah, you there on. you go. There it is.
1: There it is.
0: It's actually, actually alarm alarm clock that I let my grandson play with. It, it, but uh, I don't even use it, it's just I got it because it looked cool. <laughs>
1: I just so. think that it's, you know, it's interesting that, you know, a lot of us, not all of us, but I think a lot of us, we begin down the road with just Bigfoot, right? And then
0: mm-hmm.
1: when you're out doing your research, you tend to run into other things, right? Either another cryptid or EVPs, mm-hmm. or a lot of people talk about orbs. I've never, as, as we're, like, I have like I have really witnessed and experienced some of the strangest stuff in the world, and I've never seen an orb. I have no idea. Like, I never, ever saw any kind of an orb.
0: Yeah, and I haven't like, either.
1: I'm hoping. Maybe one day. I don't know. You never know.
0: <laughs> right.
1: But, yeah, no orbs for me.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, I'll be completely honest with you. I mean, I know there's some people that said they have actually literally have seen them while being out there. Uh But my biggest pet peeve is when people just post pictures of them, and where those can be easily ruled out or dismissed. You know, yeah, yeah. When it comes to stuff like that, pictures like that. I mean, I'm just being honest. Pictures to me don't always do justice. I mean, they don't do justice on a lot of things. But you know, but when you see stuff like that in a picture, for Mm -hmm. example, what in one of my past campouts, I took pictures of the woods at nighttime. You know. And then the other guy with me had a regular regular actual camera. He started snapping a bunch of pictures. Mm-hmm. His actually picked up a bunch of these mm-hmm. speckled orbs, uh, you know, and mine was clear as could be. And then I shared it to some paranormal people. You know what they told me? I said, those lens are flare. dust particles. He said, yeah, yeah, dust particles he
1: said, or lens flares, yes,
0: yes. Yeah, and the reason why my phone didn't pick them up, he said, because that's because my camera's better than what he had. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was told uh, yeah. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. oh my gosh my but, contact is later what is shane's what is shane's comment that's because orbs and oh.
0: <laughs> bro okay. backwards marty <laughs> that's true gotcha. that's true yeah. that's
1: right that's right that's right <laughs> yeah yeah i don't you know i i I know here's here's another thing, though, that I'm very big on, like, if you have an, a piece of equipment and you take it out there, no, know, know how it works, because mm-hmm. if you don't know how it works, you can fool your own self. Just. Like oh, yeah. Photos, right. Like if you like my, my cell phone camera at night, like I have to make sure like that the, you know, like the flashes and like, it's so sensitive and it'll pick up everything and anything that's out there. And that's why at nighttime, I don't usually use it. Um, it's just a lot of anomalies happen that are normal, but you don't know if they're normal unless you know your equipment, right? Because Mm -hmm. you want to always start when you're looking at your evidence, you want to always start where? At the very basic, right? You want to start- at the Oh right well, yeah. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, in a photo you're seeing something and you're jumping to the fantastical right away. Instead of saying, well, wait a minute. Is that is that like a stump maybe? Is that a, you know, um, a tree? Was there, you know, a bunch of leaves there? I mean, Instead of just kind of going home and being like, "Oh, there it is," I see a shadow, and it's I'm gonna circle it. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like a lot of people don't don't start at the beginning. They don't try to right. debunk. They don't try to debunk anything. It's like always like a they jump from here to there instead of looking at you know. L- looking at the most simplest or the most scientific answer first. And then once all, all of right. those, once you've kind of worked out all of those, you're like, okay, well, is it a lens flare? Uh, no, can't be that. Okay. Well, is it a dust particle? Okay. No, nope, it's not that. Okay. Is it a bug? Uh, nope. I don't think it's that. Is it? And then once you go through all of that and you're left with nothing at the end and you go, Hmm maybe that is a ufo or maybe that is an orb because you've gone through everything else then i get it then i get it if you get to that conclusion when you get to it's an orb it's because you've already checked all your other
0: boxes you know what i mean right yeah shane said you just can't (laughs) use red circles try yellow (laughs) actually
1: Actually, I did a show on with Hidden Existence on with Daniela on Hidden Existence, and when I did, uh, we did a show on pareidolia, I actually used pink. I think I used pink, <laughs>
0: pink
1: purple. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't
0: want to use red. <laughs> yeah, red's too common. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what's I say? Okay. Tiffany said, uh, yeah, the whole spectrum of colors. LOL. Everyone always goes red.
1: (laughs) Everybody goes red. Mm. Why red?
0: (laughs) I don't know. know? I guess because it stands out. I don't know. (laughs) But, but, you know, we're talking about, uh, as, as far as talking about equipment and how sometimes equipment that we have, it tends to produce things that are not real, where sometimes they're just reflection in an optical illusion for example i know i spoke about this before because i discovered this playing around at camp by myself using a headlamp turning on the red lights take a picture of yourself or sometimes you can see it actually you and this ain't always the case but sometimes you can see it and when you get ready to take your picture you'll see the reflection but then again you won't always until after you take the picture and I've taken a picture of myself wearing it with the red light, uh, the red light on the uh, headlamp on. And mm-hmm. off to the, my side in the picture, it looks like a set of red glowing eyes. And it's actually the f- reflection in the angle of the lens, you know, reflecting off the camera. And it's interesting that, that I actually made a funny post after I had that done. I made it look like I was like on a Scooby-Doo show uh, saying zoinks, you know, because there was red, a set of red eyes on me. And uh, again, it was from my headlamp and the reflection from the lens. Um, I've actually done that on more than one occasion, and where I don't know. Like I said, it's interesting. Uh, the other thing is on game cameras. Game cameras is very notorious. Uh, I've seen this on my own, and I've seen it from others because they find it very mysterious. Um, sometimes you'll have a deer standing there, and then you'll have a what appears to be a set of eye shine in the background that looks might be setting up a little tall, and it's the red it's the eye shine of the deer reflecting, reflecting and basically bounce it. bouncing off yep mm-hmm. and uh same thing with a if you put your curtain on trail cam- and again it, it really depends on the camera i don't know if this is on low quality co- cameras or what um it's actually i've actually found this on higher expensive cameras and i actually well right now i've been using cheap cameras that are really good um, I've been testing out these cheap cameras and I found a set that I really like right now and they really produce great quality. But, um, for example, nighttime, not just the deer standing there, but if you do, uh, if you set it on video mode, there's what appears to be the deer walking. And the next, you know, it looks like something trailing it, like a ghostly figure walk, uh, almost in the same pattern. Uh, mm. I've seen this. Yeah. I've seen this posted by people and it's, uh, like i said it's a delayed re, uh, reflection uh, it's kind of hard to explain but it's coming from the camera you know yeah. so you know so there's these i don't want to call them yeah they are kind of like an optical illusion but um but it's the tricks of the camera you know so. but
1: that's where but that's where knowing your equipment comes into play right because you know you you can you know you can debunk things by knowing what your equipment can and cannot do right
0: right oh yeah
1: and believe it or not if you just google you know like if you google your brand who whatever whatever anybody's using you know if you google your brand of camera the phone that you're using or whatever whatever equipment it is you can kind of like you can put in there you know like orbs that show up on whatever you know x y z camera or anomalies that can show up in photos from that camera yes shane light refraction so you can you can google a lot of that and you can actually yourself look at sometimes you know be a lot of like photos it'll show photos showing the different different things that can happen or the different like anomalies that can take place in your photos from that particular camera. And then you can kind of judge too. You know what I mean? Like I think a lot of us forget that Google is there.
0: <laughs> I think mm, yeah.
1: they do. Because like I see people will post and Shane and I have talked about this. You know, I see a lot of people who will post A lot of tracks, animal tracks, wildlife tracks, and they misidentify them. Yep. A lot of misidentification. Absolutely. A simple Google search, you know, take a picture of the, you know, of the print or cast it, whatever you want to do with it. But before you go and post it, go to Google and then whatever animal you think it is see if it matches because that's I mean I have seen people post things like oh this is a panther track I found this I found this panther track today and it had you know it had it had nails like it was a canine print it's like a lot of you know just it's a misidentification not that the person you know didn't find a print the person found a print they just misidentified what kind of animal made the print, that's all. So I don't, I mean, I didn't say anything, but I mean, I'm just saying, I try to point that out to people. Like you have to utilize our tools that we have. The internet's an amazing thing, right? So if you don't have, oh yeah. you know, if you don't have field guides, like what you've created, <laughs> like the ones right. you have, right? If we don't yeah. have those in our backpack, it happens. People do misidentify things, so.
0: Well, yeah, you're right. There's so many other uh, helpful and useful tools out there. There's actually like what you're talking about doing a yes. Google search on tracks, yes. there's actually apps out there where people could put their picture in there and they could de- identify that track. You know? Yep. yep. Um, I mean, you could do that with plants and flowers. Um, you know, so uh, well, actually some of us were doing that out there at camp because, you know, we have we see these cool flowers that grow in the wild and you <laughs> other weird plants. You know, it's like, oh, okay, that's this, you know. So yeah, you could do the same thing with tracks. The other option is yeah. download the, uh, um, what's it, uh reverse image app? You know, that's right. it'll yep. it'll point you to what that is. Also, you know, so, but um, so yeah, there's a lot of interesting and useful tools out there. You know, there, are. there yeah. really
1: are. There really are. I mean, there's, you know, um. The plant that like there's because what I also noticed, too, like because what I do in my job, right, I need to be able to identify a lot of plants. Right. So. Even in your like if you have an iPhone, because I have an iPhone, I don't know how it works or how it would work for an Android phone. But like if you take a picture of a plant and then you pull it up on your phone and you look at that photo, if you touch the photo and you hit information, a little leaf will show up. And it'll say identify the plant and then it'll it'll tell you the name of the plant. It'll give you tell you exactly what the plant is. So it's actually built into your like phone now, into your iPhone now. So you don't even have to get an additional, you know, um, you know, like additional app. It's like literally in in attached to your photos in your photos now. It's like an, an additional thing. It's pretty
0: cool. Right. Well, I know if I'm taking picture of like some type of food or something, yeah, it shows up. It, if if I hold the camera on it long enough, it, it, it's identifying what it is. It, it shows yeah. up in a little on my. I have an Android, so, but yeah. So that's it, how it
1: works on the Android phones. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like there's a little slide. will come across the bottom of the picture. So yeah, it'll show food and then blah blah blah. I haven't really paid too much attention to it, but you know.
1: Thank you, so. Shane. Shane, Shane loves to tease me because I, cause I will not go, <laughs> I will not go Android. No,
0: no.
1: He loves to tease me.
0: Yeah. I love my Android. I use an Android myself. So <laughs> I can't, uh.
1: I can't do it. I tried my job tried to give me an Android phone and I was so lost. I was like, I kept going to it going. I don't, I can't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to do this. Like, it, it yeah. got so annoying. They were like, okay, we're just going to order you an iPhone, Marty. Okay. We're just going to get you." iPhone. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that works for me.
0: <laughs> mm. Grasshopper said, I have a Walmart phone that will only identify the people at Walmart. <laughs> oh, I don't want that. I don't want that.
1: I don't want that. <laughs> Some of the people at Walmart, or at least down here, they're very sketchy. They're very,
0: very sketchy, so yeah, yeah. I think that might be Walmart <laughs> in general. <laughs> it, might be, it might be, it might be. Yeah, your average decent person can't get hired at Walmart, but they'll hire everybody with. Uh, every, I don't every. I don't. Yeah, it looks like people. It's people come to the hire. Yeah, they hire people that's ready for Halloween, dressed for Halloween.
1: <laughs> but I will tell you, I will tell you the most beautiful Walmart I've ever saw in my whole life. Matt and I last year went to the North Georgia mountains, and we walked into this Walmart. I've never seen. I have never seen everything on every shelf was nice and clean and neat and perfect and gorgeous there was the floors were clean like everything was clean and like we were looking at each other going we're walking around the store getting like you know our like our firewood and getting like our like last minute little food whatever and
0: I'm looking at him he's looking at me and
1: I'm, we're like, holy cow and the whole time people thought we were crazy because we're walking around the whole Walmart going oh, look how clean it is oh my gosh look at this oh wow look at this. like we're literally taking pictures <laughs> of the shelves because we're like oh my gosh we were like it was crazy down here it doesn't look like that let me tell you it is not it is not it is a hot mess every Walmart down here <laughs> too many people
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah Uh, what do we got here? Hold on. Uh, Grasshopper says, if you depend on your phone for squatching, you limit yourself. So, get a real camera with a manual lens zoom. Of course, I'm old from the ancient system. That still works.
1: (laughs) Yeah, when Matt and I would go out, we would... uh, Matt always had his Canon. He always, he has a professional, you know, he's got a Canon. I'm not sure exactly which model it is, but he has a Canon. And then I would use, like, I would use my phone. So we would, we would, that way we kind of do both. And then, and then for audio, I, I I do have a Zoom recorder. I do have a Zoom recorder, which I had with me in Missouri. And don't ask me why I didn't have it out the night that all that stuff went down. <laughs> But I didn't. I didn't. I let it, had, what, you know, like it. this storm came, came through and I had it in the tent. So I pulled it out of the tent and I put it in the car. And then after the storm, I forgot to grab it out of the car. But anyways, I have a Zoom recorder. But what I really like to use is my Apple iWatch. I literally, mm. can, I just literally, when I get ready to go into an area, I'll just, I'll just hit record on my watch. And the, I'm telling you what, the audio is super clear. It's super crisp. You can hear, I mean, sometimes like if I, I could be hiking and I, I don't in real time hear a knock or a whistle or anything, and then if when I listen to it later, I'll hear it. Sometimes I'll hear, I'll pick up stuff. It's it's unbelievable. It really how well it works.
0: Oh yeah, well, I mean that makes sense because mm-hmm. you know at least when you're listening for it, you're actually focused on wanting to hear what yeah. might be there, what happened, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in some instances, you know, like a camp, you know, depends how early in the evening it is. You know, you got people gathered around the fire, everybody's chit chatting or whatever. And then, you know, I like I'm the I'm I'm not saying I'm the only one, but sometimes I'm trying to listen, you know. Like I've heard things where people are chatting away in the past, and I was like, if I get to hear something really exciting, I, I'll tell everybody. Well, hey, I, I'll tell them. Hey, stop listening, you know, because um, I've heard things where people just can continue to carry on in conversation. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, sometimes I don't. I, because when I'm out there, especially when the when it gets dark when the night falls, I mean, I'm it's like my ears usually become like satellites like or you know, enhance more. You know, like I'm trying to <laughs> listen for stuff, you know, but you know, and it's hard to do cuz like I said everyone's chatting and having a good old time, you know, and and I don't want to stop that because you know, that's what they're there for, you know, so Yeah. Um, but so. it's
1: good to just kind of as a practice though, but you're right, like as a practice to like, you know, Take a break and just listen and listen. Yeah, and just, just because when you're still and you're quiet, you know that's 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 to me that's when the magic happens for me, anyways. Right. I I, I do that. I mean, down here and it's happened. To, you know, it's happened to me where I've like it's like after I go to bed and I lay there and I'm just I'm just I'm just laying there, quiet and I'm just listening and I'm just listening. And I've had you know I've had interactions where, you know, I could hear them literally feet away and they're just in that tree line and they're just pelting one side, just one side of the tent, you know, with like little pine cones, you know, just, just, and then they'd stop and then it would be like one, two, and then nothing. And then one, two, three, four, five, you know what I mean? Like you just, yeah. and, so, and through like, so like the entire night, and I'm just kind of like, I, you know, I enjoy it. I enjoy that. I enjoy just laying there and listening to, to, to what's happening because it tells me a lot about their behavior. It tells me a lot about what they, what they like to do. And it was, it's cause it's almost as if they were that, you know, like this one particular night, it was in Mayaka that it happened actually. Um. It was very kind of almost like wake up, wake. It was it it just seemed like it was they were trying to get trying to get us up to come out. It seemed like it was just I don't I mean, I don't know if that was their intent, but it seemed to me like it was trying to get our attention because, I mean, we had nothing above our tent. Right. There were no trees above the tent. We were, you know, we were, we were about, we were really because I like to always be up against the wood line. I love to be right up against the wood. Line. So we were about four feet away from the wood line. That's how close we were. And I always sleep. And I always like to be the one who sleeps closest on that side of the tent. <laughs> I like it. I don't know. I just find it, I don't know. I feel like if I'm that way, I'm closer to the action. I don't
0: know. Right. <laughs>
1: I, I'm weird that way, though. I like I like all weird stuff, and uh, you know. So Matt Matt was like on the other side, and I was like trying to get Matt to wake him up because he was he slept through the whole thing. And I'm like, okay, but I got it all on audio. <laughs> I have it all on audio.
0: So, okay, yeah. so uh, Shane was asking you this question because he, he said the last question was meant for you. Oh. I'm not sure what question. Uh, the one I have on the screen was followed by
1: what storm that was what oh the, the oh yeah we had a we had a, yeah we had we had a bad bad storm in in, in missouri on the expedition and
0: yeah. then
1: and then after that yeah right after this after the storm a few hours later um after everybody finally went to to you know to, to go to bed, then, uh, yeah, we, we had some happenings, we had some happenings going on, Okay, and, um, you know, I, uh, I had a, a, a tent mate that she got very, very, you know, she got very scared, I mean, you know, Shane, can I, can I talk, talk about it, I don't know, Shane has to say yes or no, if I can actually talk, tell the story, I don't. I don't know. I don't want
0: to. Yeah. I, I don't think he would you would mind. Yeah. Okay. He's just, he's saying okay. to put you on the spot. So.
1: <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, so what happened was, um, so we, we, this creep here. The, okay. Here, the, the original plan was Shane was going to have us ladies, a. Uh, uh, Take us ladies up to a sassafras patch, right? Um, and 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 we were gonna, us ladies, we're gonna just kind of sit, sit there in that sassafras patch and kind of do what ladies do, right? Talk, joke around, giggle, have some fun, conversation, get a little loud, kind of thing. And we were gonna see like if maybe something would come in that was the plan that night. And all of a sudden, you know, we, Shane comes up and we're all around the campfire and Shane's like, Hey guys, we're going to get about 30 minutes of rain. So, you know, if everybody wants to kind of go and put away whatever you need to put away, um, you know, it should last about 30 minutes and blow through and be done. Well, my word, it was way more than just, Oh, a quick little, like, yeah, it was, it, it 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 was like a monsoon happened. It went mm. crazy, crazy. I mean, I was I was actually um, we were in the car and kind of writing it out because I was like, oh, let's just go in the tent. We'll write it on the tent. And and uh, my tent mate was like, oh no no, let's just just get in the car. And I'm like, all right, we'll get in the car. So we get in the car, and I started like like videoing my tent in this like storm, because all of a sudden it was like the winds were whipping around like crazy. The rain was coming in like sideways. It was. And then all of a sudden we realized that Randy's tent and his pop-up right outside the tent is getting, he's outside trying to hold it down. That so doesn't blow away Shane. And that him finally realized, you know, it's like, you know like the tent the cook's tent got all toppled over like it was this really wild storm that happened it was crazy and then everybody was just kind of checking on everybody else making Mm -hmm. sure everybody was great and then um and then we all you know we kind of went to bed and and um you know we woke up and well i i never really went i never went to sleep actually and But yeah, so we, we, we saw, you know, we saw, we saw, we saw shadow and, and, you know, a few times and, you know, I knew what it was and, you know, we could hear it was bipedal. We could hear it walking. We could hear it come around the tent. And, you know, it was really for, for my tent mate, it was the first time she kind of had ever been in that situation. So for her, she was very nervous and she's, she's, you know, She was, she was very nervous. She was very afraid in the beginning. And I'm like, calm down. I'm like, cause I'm, I'm just really calm that way. I don't, in a stressful, high, like high stress situation. I get super calm because I have to assess what's going on. So, you know, I had to just trying to get her to calm down. And once she kind of like, cause I, cause I literally just said to her, I'm like, look, this is what we're here for.
0: Like, (laughs) right.
1: this is what we're here for. And then, and then it was kind of like, oh yeah, that's right. This is what we're here for. And then it was just really interesting, you know, that that we weren't the only ones. Thank goodness we weren't the only ones that heard it. There were many people in the uh, on the expedition that had a piece of the puzzle, you know. But the best part was, you know, the next morning uh, when everybody kind of got up and got out of their tents, and and we got to piece it together. And uh, so uh, we are going to tell the full story um, on Sunday night, actually, on Blondes and Booze uh, podcast. Uh, Shane and Randy and I are going to be on their podcast. And we're going to talk about the entire thing from beginning to end. And there were multiple people that were involved in this uh, encounter. And um, Shane's the only one that really knows un- the entire picture because he was able to he's like a little detective out there you know because he's an expert tracker and he was able to piece it all together for us so Mm. it's really kind of cool how it all came together and uh and be backed up by solid evidence solid evidence found in the key places where people experienced where somebody experienced this, Shane was able to back it up with evidence. So it's pretty amazing uh to hear that encounter. So yeah, we're gonna be be talking about that Sunday night, the
0: full, the full okay. thing. Yeah. Okay. And what podcast will that be on?
1: Uh The Blondes and Booze.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, great podcast. Yeah, I've been on there before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very awesome. Yeah okay yeah those girls are good uh they're a good bunch of girls (laughs) yeah okay
1: yeah so it's going to be interesting it's going to be a real interesting um you know and daniel perez yep daniel perez was there and uh he he stayed out you know stayed out there with us on the expedition so he was also you know able to you know kind of be a part of that process that at you know the morning after trying to decipher what had happened and so yeah it was, it was really, for me, I gotta be straight. Don't tell Shane, but for me, <laughs> the, the coolest part of the entire process was watching Shane, like watching Shane do what Shane does. That for me, I was, <laughs> I was such a fan girl. <laughs> I was out on watching Shane do his thing. I was like following him around. I'm like, Oh my god, this is so cool. So Like it was awesome. It was really cool to watch Shane, you know, work all of that out and to do that. It was cool.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, we won't mention or say nothing to Shane that you just said that while while he's listening. So <laughs> <laughs> Shane
1: knows uh, that I am like his, his number one fan. Shane 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 knows that. He knows I'm that, sure I'm, he's
0: like, I'm sure he's blushing right now. <laughs> like all he's golly such a, G. <laughs> he's,
1: such a, he's such a good friend. He's such a good friend to me and, and I, I, I'm blessed every day. Every day. Every day.
0: Awesome. Okay. <laughs> yep. You say, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. So, That's very cool.
1: Yeah. Daniel oh. Perez is gonna be is his, his the bigfoot times if you're not already like subscribed to um the newsletter the bigfoot times definitely go and do that i think it's like 20 i'm sorry my allergies my nose is running and my allergies are acting up my apologies everybody i'm i'm like i'm not sick it's just allergies um oh uh daniel is going to be doing the october newsletter about our entire encounter and our entire like the storm and the the conference and the research and the evidence collecting and the witness and all these things like everything is he's doing i think it's pretty much the entire newsletter um mm. that will be coming out uh I, and i shane i'm not i can't remember if it's next week or the week after but he he's doing the whole ent- entire if i understand it correctly all of october on this, on, you know, at the
0: conference and the
1: expedition and the encounter.
0: Okay. So, Very yeah. good. So apart from your experiences and uh, the activity that took place out in Missouri, have, have you had any other experiences elsewhere?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had experiences in, uh, in the green swamp, uh, Colt Creek, um, big cypress um another there's another little place I like to go to like down by um Dave Sheely's place down in uh mm-hmm. Ochoppie, um you know also uh up near Lake Okeechobee um okay there's a few places that I like to go to that are my favorite spots that are <clears throat> that are in uh Palm Beach County and oh um, nice yeah. So and Mayaka, So you know, I've I've kind of been in a lot of. You know, I've been in Torreya. I didn't. Well, in Torreya, here's the weird thing: in Torreya State Park, we didn't. The day that we went hiking, because we went with Stacy. We went with Stacy Brown, and he took us to the spot where he filmed his um, thermal footage. Oh now, yeah, right. But interestingly enough, we were waiting for Stacy, and there's a house there. And for the, I can't remember the name of it. I actually have it on my channel. I actually have it up on, on my channel, but it's so hard to hear. And I didn't, I don't have a program to amplify the sound, like to amplify it. But there's a house, there's like a historical house next, you know, next to where we were getting the trail we were going to take. So we went to check out this house and as we were walking up to the house and we were going to go do a little like a little ghost thing before we Stacy got there and you clearly hear a whistle you clearly hear it but you have to have headphones on and I don't like I said I don't have I don't have equipment to 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 you know bring it out more or whatever like to isolate it and all that I don't have that but but we heard a whistle there. That was the only thing I heard there in terea It is beautiful. Um, it's it, it was hard for me to actually hike that day because I didn't know we were going to go hiking. I didn't have my hiking boots. I didn't have my snake boots. I had just tennis shoes on, and it was very muddy that day. I ended up slipping and 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 you know falling face first. So that's also on my channel. Yeah, you want know, to go check that out. That's pretty doggone funny, actually because Connor Flynn was behind me and caught the whole thing on film.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, wow. I
1: got, but I got back up and I finished that hike. finished that hike.
0: Nice. <laughs> I don't, I
1: don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, there's no crying in Bigfoot for me. So, you know,
0: <laughs> so what would you say is your, uh, your, is your most memorable or exciting event that you've experienced? i
1: I have a few i have a few um i i would say my daytime sighting that i had here in um you know that i had here in 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 big Cypress because it it felt very i know it sounds crazy but it, it was very for me it was very very um i think i am a magnet shane i think i am um, <laughs> I, it was very spiritual for me I know a lot of people and i'm I'm not saying that there aren't trauma you know like trauma from some people's encounters i'm not i'm not saying that there aren't uh you know bad encounters or that people you know that that people don't you know that people don't get traumatized by their encounters but i I didn't it was like, it was a spirit. It was really a spiritual moment for me because when our eyes locked, it was just, it felt calm. It just felt peace. It just felt like, I don't know, it was like, it was a beautiful moment for me. It really, really was. It was not something that I, I didn't feel an, an ounce of anything other than just peace and calm, you know, I, and I, and I wanted it to last so much longer. Like I wanted it to just keep, keep, keep going. And, 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 and I, you know, it just didn't, it didn't last that long, but I wanted it to. And I, and I, and it just looked human to me. It didn't look, it did not, it just looked like a human with soft, like ashy kind of like gray skin an auburn hair. It had a a round head. It didn't have like a conical head. It didn't look like Patty. It didn't look like, you know, I mean, I know that Patty is absolutely beloved, but that's not what I saw. What I saw was very kind of lanky, kind of basketball player type look to it. Very, um, you know, just, just human. It looked human. It didn't, it didn't look like patty
0: at all nothing like patty right the one thing you mentioned that i could so relate with the feeling of the calmness and everything that you were feel, uh, feeling during this whole situation I, I you know i tell people that's how it was for me in my 2014 encounter and i don't know i mean i could kind of i guess i could contribute that to or or that might've been because I wasn't alone. I don't know. Uh, maybe what, if I was alone, could I have felt different? Very possible. But because it was five other people with me that witnessed all this together, you know? Yeah. I didn't feel scared. I mean, it was, I mean, yeah, it was exciting, but there was this calming feeling about it, you mm-hmm. know, uh, like, the, you know, we didn't feel threatened at all. We I mean, just, I, we felt like they were just curious of us as we mm-hmm. were of them. So, exactly. You exactly. know, so <laughs> and exactly. I get that's
1: that's that's definitely I, I, I view them to be more curious than anything else. But but, you know, listen, there's tons of people that do report very scary encounters. So I'm not going to say that they don't happen. I'm just saying it wasn't that way for me, you know. Right. So it's hard for me to kind of relate um, to that, you know, like. Even my nighttime, like I had a nighttime sighting in 1986 and that I was, it's kind of strange. Like I wasn't, I wasn't afraid. I just didn't know exactly what it was I was looking at because this thing definitely was bigger, bulkier, much bigger, much bulkier, round head, but It came, the strangest, it's very weird. And I, because we were driving on a levee. So out here in Florida, it's like, they're just like a, it's like a forest road, right? Except it's like, it slopes down and on each side is going to be, sometimes, sometimes it'll be a canal on one side and then the other side will be maybe sawgrass, right? Or both sides will be sawgrass. So, and they're pretty steep. I'd say it, depending on where you're at, I mean, it could be you know, anywhere from 10 to 12 feet to get to the bottom, either, mm. you know, on the side, on each side. So it came up on all fours. So when it came up on off, and it was night, it was nighttime. We were out there looking for snakes during the winter time. We would go out there looking for, you know, snakes that would come out, come to the top of the gravel the road to warm up. Right. So, we're just driving super slow looking for snakes. So our eyes are like focused on the road. Um, And it just, it came up on, it was on all fours. It came up and like kind of like crawled up. And then I know it, this sounds, it's so weird to try to describe because it's almost like it came up on all fours. And then as it started to stand up, It took one, it's, it's like in one motion, it was like its leg was already up, like coming up, took one step in the middle of the road, and then it stopped, turned, looked at us, and then with another step, it was down off the other side. Oh, wow. So- it it, it and, and it was much bigger than the other one that I my daytime sighting it was much larger. I mean, this one had to be eight eight and a half feet. It was much larger. So, um, but the strangest part, and the this is why I think I got scared because I wasn't scared until when it looked at us. Its eyes, they were red. They were like illuminated red, though. Not eye shine because it was standing above the above the the car lights. You know what I mean? Like I mean above the headlights. So it would it wasn't eye shine. They were literally glowing from the inside out red, which is super weird. That's what kind of scared me because I when it first came up, first I thought it was a bear, and then I'm in my mind I'm going, wait, where we're at? There are no bear, and I'm like, oh, it must be a black panther. Uh, and then as as that thought came into my mind, it stand it's it starts to do that stand up thing, and I'm going, "That's not a panther," and then looks at us with these strange, weird, hot red eyes, and then it's gone, and I'm like, "Okay, back up, back up, back up,"
0: because
1: <laughs> you know it's like you can't on these levees, you can't turn around, like it's only big oh. enough for one vehicle, so you have right. to either go. All the way to the end and turn around and go back, or you have to reverse. And I'm like, "Yeah, we're not going that way. You got to back it up." Yeah. So.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, go back and reverse. Hopefully, you don't go drop down on either side. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, like, yeah, I know. I know. I'm like, no, no, no.
1: We're not. I don't. I don't know what that was. You know, because you're <laughs> You know, like you know that it isn't this. You know, like your mind starts taking off what you know, right?
0: Right. Yeah.
1: There's the animals that you know are there. And when it doesn't fit into any of those boxes, you're like, what are you left with? You're like, okay, but at those red eyes. I mean, I didn't tell people for a really long time. Even my kids, like we would we used to take our kids out there and go camping out there. And we would tell them, and I, I know everybody's gonna think I'm like the worst parent in the world. I don't want people to think that my children weren't safe because they were safe, but we would take them camping and we, and they would want, like they would sleep in the back of the, in the back of the truck, you know, under a tarp. And they (laughs) would, and we would, and we would tell them don't get out of the truck because if you do, the skunk apes will get you. (laughs) (laughs) And I never, but I never really told them my story, my sighting. We, We never told them. And I, I never told my kids until many, many years later. Many, many years later.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> like mom, we if we go camping again, it's gonna be at the beach. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, you know, I, I often think about this like sometimes when any of us see something out of the ordinary, something like a Sasquatch or any weird animal, or it's like when we're, when we're mesmerized by what we're seeing, sometimes our minds are like f- flying through kind of like a computer does when you're trying to look something up, it's got to reach that data. We're trying to register. Our minds are trying to register. Or in some cases, like a phone that's got a low signal and it's buffering, waiting for something to load. Our, that's, I mean, our minds like, what? You know, we're like kind of like just caught off guard, you know, until we register what we're seeing or what we believe we're seeing you know so yeah it's, yeah, because it's wild you,
1: because you have to like your your mind you're like you're right because you're like you're trying so hard to figure out what what box to put it in because you have no reference for what you just saw right right zero zero because even that, I'll, I'll show you what mine looks like hold on Okay. The story behind this, the story behind this, is at the Ocala at the Ocala conference this year. Have you? Do you know who Mark Muncie is? <clears throat> I've
0: heard a name. I've heard the name, but I'm not really sure.
1: So, Mark Muncie is a uh, he does a lot of like folklore he's written he's an author he's done a lot of books he's been in a lot of like documentaries and about like robert the doll and all, all all different kinds of things so but his wife is an artist actually this is one of her prints also so this this is hers and i and i had that from the lakeland conference uh-oh
0: no i'm here i'm listening oh, you're
1: there Okay.
0: I put you. So, I'll put you on solo to make the okay, screen bigger. Please.
1: Okay. Good. All right. So I'm at the Ocala conference. I run into Mark Muncy again, and Mark Muncy's a local boy, so or a guy, so he's from Florida, and I know him. And I'm over, and I'm talking to him in Gatlinburg now. So now I run into him in Gatlinburg. So I met him at Lakeland, Ocala. Now I see him in Gatlinburg. And I'm flipping through his wife's, you know, art, because I I love her art. She's so talented. I come across this photo. I come across this photo and it stopped me dead in my tracks. I looked at it. I took, I was like, holy cow. I'm like, all of a sudden I realized, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's what I saw. Like, that is what I saw. And I said to Mark, I said, I said, are some of these from like eyewitness accounts like that she drew from a a witness description? And he said, yeah, he goes, that one right there is Dave Sheely's. I said, what? Because where I had my sighting in Big Cypress was very close to where Dave got his, you know, his footage. Not far. At all, so I said, "Well, I have to buy it." So, but this, this, this is. Let me see if I can get.
0: Hold on. Oh yeah, yeah. I I think I seen that. I I think I seen the guy in a rock show one time. Right. (laughs) No, that's awesome.
1: It's not. It's not like
0: coming. Oh no, it's showing pretty good.
1: Is it okay?
0: Yeah, there, there is a
1: little better, but that is what I saw, and I—that's awesome. And it, it blew my mind. It just blew my mind, and and how she kind of drew it with like, like the plants around it, like just very like calm and like serene, and I was like, oh, oh my god, like I couldn't believe it. And then on the she even has like a description on the back, you know that that. Talks about that. It was from Dave Sheely, and I didn't even look at that. I was just, I was like, "Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh!" And he goes, oh, "Yeah, that's Dave Sheely's. and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Wow. So, yeah, I have to get it framed right now. It's taped to my wall till I can get a frame. But <laughs> 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 but I found it really interesting. His, yeah, that's incredible. His description and what she put down is exactly what I saw. It blew my mind. Blumen. Blumen.
0: nice yeah that's pretty cool wow yeah, yeah it, it's kind of like um what's the word I'm looking for um I guess I, I guess what I'm trying to say it gives you the extra reinsurance like confirmation validated. yeah validated. yes
1: confirmation
0: yep. absolutely yeah, so, yeah. this yeah To say, hey, I'm not crazy. That is what I saw. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. It really, it it really, it was awesome for me, like I said. Absolutely. It was, it was a spiritual moment for me.
0: Oh, and one thing I do want to mention, I should have mentioned this earlier when we started, but um, your YouTube channel, if anyone is not familiar with it and wants to go and subscribe, it is in the description of this, by the way, so awesome um yeah. but yeah I've, yeah i've had it in here so but yeah it's actually under your name the nana boss is that correct yep
1: yep yep um I'm, I'm, i you can find me on instagram um i have a facebook page my youtube channel everything i have i have a TikTok, but i haven't really used it in a really long time but everything is just at the nana boss
0: yeah the i um Yeah, I use TikTok, uh, but I usually mainly do it for promotional purposes. Uh, uh, I used to do a lot of silly, goofy things on it, but I just took advantage of it. Well, let me (laughs) share flyers and promos on it, you know, and it it does help. It really does. Uh, TikTok, I mean, it gets a lot of views, you know, if you use the right hashtags and whatnot. And it, yeah, it definitely will get some views on there, you know, so yeah, Yeah. and Shane said, Shane mentioned that picture adds a lot of context. Nice, so Thanks, yeah, Shane. absolutely. Yeah.
1: yeah, it was really cool.
0: Most definitely, yeah. I need to get Shane on here one of these days because you know he does have some credible evidence. I've seen some of the tracks he had found uh, yes. that he shared publicly in the past. So yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, Shane's. You know, Sh- Shane and Randy's work is for me, their research is I, I, and I, I I've always said this, I have always been supportive of them, because I know that they are science based res- Like in their research, it's very evidence based. And it's consistent. And I feel like Shane and Randy are taking their research to the next level. Because for me, next level isn't proving they exist i'm a knower right i'm a knower for me next level is communication and contact for me mm-hmm. and i feel like if there's anybody out there who's at that at that stage where they're ready to just bump it to the next level for contact and communication it's going to be that. right I really oh yeah yeah, through consistency in their, in their research area, you know, like in the 400, it is not a part-time thing. This is, this is, this is where they, their research is based is the 400. So they have access to other things and other places, I'm sure, but that's, that's really their research area. So, you know, many years of consistent evidence collecting as has really their data driven research um, is unmatched in my opinion.
0: Right. Nice. Well, I'm going to tell you what, uh, Marty, uh, we're getting ready to come to a close, but uh, one thing I like to do uh, at the end of my podcast is let the guests throw out anything they want to share, promote, uh, just whatever you feel like saying. Um, but before we do that, I want to thank everybody for coming on and listening. And if you, if you're not subscribed, I would really appreciate it. Feel free to subscribe and make sure you click that little bell icon, but the floor is yours, Marty, take it away. (laughs) You know,
1: Just yeah. Come subscribe to my channel. You know, I mean, I, I try really hard to, to, to bring really good information. Um, I love to talk to experiencers and researchers. I also throw in a lot of like sciencey type stuff and, and you know, uh, I, I, you know, track, I did a show on tracking, I did a show on, on drones, I did a show, you know, like uh, I love to bring very, you know, in, in information that people can use in the field, in their everyday lives, in their research. Um, I I love talking to researchers. I I love to pick brains and I I love to know, you know, what makes them tick and, and, and what their research is about and what they focus on. And I feel like, you know, I feel like it's very well-rounded. I feel like my channel is very well-rounded in that way. And I, and I, I just would encourage everybody to come and, and check out my, you know, check out my show. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, and, thank you for and having
1: me so, so much, oh, Daniel, really. Thank you.
0: Oh, it was a good pleasure. Time. Well, thank you for having me on this past Wednesday. So, <laughs> it was a blast. so, yeah, we had, I, I know I had a good time. I really did. It was a great time, you know, and, um mm-hmm. yes but yeah, having michael there with us as well that i thought yeah. that went pretty well you know so <laughs> it did
1: go really well yeah it did go really well
0: absolutely and i'll throw it out there uh if you're up for a road trip uh come october october 13th and 14th uh yeah 13th and 14th i think no it was the 14th 15th, 13th and 14th uh in south <laughs> carolina uh the bigfoot festival in Westminster, yeah. so yeah, uh, we'll I know.
1: I, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I to map quest Let's see what it is. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know how many hours that is for me?
0: Yeah, I know. It it's it might be. Uh, see, it's for me for, uh, here in Virginia. I've, the, like I said, when I put it in the map quest or, or Google Maps, it's usually six hours. Six hours one way, and uh, seven hours another way. It depends on which way I go down. I can go down okay. along the west side. Uh, or split over to the central part of the state, uh, North yeah. Carolina, and drive down through there. But, um, yeah, it all depends. Uh, so, I don't yeah. know. It might be around this. Because I know from Florida, I guess it depends, like, where my sister lives in Florida, to Virginia. That's probably about a good 10 to 12-hour drive, I'm guessing. So, yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. I'll,
1: I'll have to check it out, though. I will. I'll look. I'll see. I'll see if it's possible, if it's doable. If it's doable, okay. I'll do it.
0: It is that, like I said, it's an outdoor festival. They do it every, uh, every October and it's, uh, it, it started off as only a one day event, but, uh, they started off doing a two day event last year and yeah, Friday had an amazing turnout. Of course, Saturday is a big turnout, but, uh, yeah, they're, they're a very great event. They're growing. They're getting bigger and bigger. I mean, they have, they try to get a count on everybody, uh, I think it was last year or the year before they actually put up barcodes for everybody, you know, for people. skin. Nobody did that, but so they can only go by estimation, you know, but I don't right. know. They had a good 15 to 20,000 people roughly nice. around that. Yeah. So That's a lot I mean, of to people. me that, it, that is, it, it's the whole bit. I mean, it covers the whole street, you know? So wow. yeah, yeah. They have tons of vendors, you know, food trucks and yeah, Friday. Well, see, they, they usually do a little uh, parade in the beginning. They were doing it Saturday morning. Last year, they did the parade Friday before everything started, which I I personally didn't think that was quite a good idea. They should have done it Saturday before, like early in the morning before the event officially started. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's just little well, last year, the parade was very small compared to what they had in the past. But I don't know, maybe, maybe they will get better or get more participants with the parade. I don't know. But, but the parade was fun. I participated in the first year I attended that event. So. Um, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll uh, check it out. I'll check it out. I'll see if it, if it's doable.
0: Well, unless you want to just wait till next June and come up to my event, you know. So yeah, you know, I that's... could do
1: that
0: too. <laughs> yeah, every June. Uh, yeah, we I host my event every June. Uh, uh, next year will be June fourteenth and fifteenth. So yeah, I got to meet with my committee team actually next weekend. So um, so we can we already have guest speakers uh we're gonna be announcing them soon because i i i messaged them that uh not long ago i was like i said i'm ready to announce the bigfoot encrypted side of things and you know nice. they're they're in char- yeah they're in charge of adding the paranormal in there because we're gonna have some special paranormal guests in there and cool. um so yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun uh our 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 annual event is growing um this past june event was very successful so, you know, All right. so yeah, we yeah. encourage everybody to check it out uh, again. I mean, there's the website um, face, the Facebook event page. Uh, I've been adding more information in there. Uh, of course, we're looking for vendors. Uh, we already have so many vendors already signed up. We still got tons of room for them. So, and it's early yet, right. but yeah, w- yeah, they'll be flooding in before long. So, okay. <laughs> so,
1: Absolutely. but uh, again,
0: yeah. And I, yeah, I share and promote things as much as possible so yeah, but thank again you. thank you again for coming on and uh, yeah I will definitely have you on again uh, when uh, we have one of our other open round table discussions so uh, Anytime. again yeah thank you very much everybody else thank you again and we'll
1: see everybody
0: yes we'll see you guys again soon
1: all right good night,
0: good night everyone.